God had honestly been working on me for way too long. And I was just like, no, God, like, I don't, I can't do this. Like, I'm not the right person for this. That's from Satan. This is Camus. And this is Kylie. Welcome to God is Real, God is Good, a podcast where we collect stories about God working in people's lives through big, miraculous ways, all the way down to small, everyday things. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of God is Real, God is Good. This week is Kylie, and with me, I have Sarah. Um, Sarah has been listening to our podcast for a while now, and she um, and I have talked on Instagram a couple times, kind of about the episodes and about our life in different places. And recently, she reached out and wanted to share her testimony. So I'm very excited to have her here today. You want to say hi to everyone? Hi, thank you for having me. Oh, yeah, we're so excited to hear this. So, um, well, let's pray and then we'll find out more about Sarah. Dear Father in heaven, thank you so much for this opportunity of bringing Sarah and I together, even though we don't live anywhere near each other. And there is probably very unlikely chance that we would have ever met any other way. But thank you, God, for bringing us here and giving her the opportunity to share her story and just to bring glory to your name that she may be able to tell others about the miraculous ways and the small ways, just all the ways that you've worked in her life. And please bless the words that we speak tonight. And amen. Amen. All right, Sarah, where are you from? I am from Fayetteville, Arkansas, where the University of Arkansas is. So if you've ever heard of like the Arkansas Razorbacks or anything, that's us. Oh, cool. Exciting stuff. Yeah. Did you go there or do you go there? Um, I did go there for three years okay. until I graduated back in 2017. Okay, nice. Thanks. All right. And then tell us a little bit about your religious background. Did you grow up in a Christian home? Yeah. So I've always been a part of the church. Like I've always been a part of the same church, even before I was born, all my family was going there. Um, And so mainly we grew up going to services on Wednesday nights. And then um, I would go about two to three times a month on Sundays with my grandparents And like, I loved going to church, honestly, like that's where most of my friends were. Um, And then like on Wednesday nights, we would have a meal before that. And then um, we would split up. And whenever I was in elementary school, we would go to something called Awanas. Oh, I I did Awanas. Yeah. Yeah. It was really fun. And so like we would have time where we'd play games, where we'd have a lesson and just like where we would memorize scripture. And so that's where I really started to learn about the Bible and who God is. Yeah. Oh, cute. I know. I loved Awanas when I did it. It's so fun. (laughs) Yes, it was. Um, And so a little bit more. um, I was saved whenever I was about eight or nine. I remember just lying in bed one night knowing that if I was to die, I would be going to hell. And I just, I couldn't let that happen. I knew that there was a way to avoid that. And so I got up and told my parents like, hey, I want to be saved. Um, And they sat me down and we went over scriptures, which I don't really remember which ones (laughs) they were now. Yeah. And then we prayed together and then I prayed and I remember kind of like a warm, exciting feeling. Um, And then like a couple months later, I was baptized and everybody was really, really happy for me. Um, But then nothing really happened after that. They was just kind of like, check, saved, check, baptized. (laughs) Um, 
And so, yeah, I didn't know what the quote, like next steps were. Um, and I was like, well, let's start out with reading the Bible. Um, but I would always start in Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> and for little old Sarah, that was just a really huge task. And so everybody that's listening, you can read different parts of the Bible. You don't necessarily have to start at Genesis. <laughs> yes. Yes. I have been there because then if you start in Genesis and you like, don't make it all the way through, then I'm the type of person that when I like three or four months later, when I'm like, oh, I'm going to start again. I'm like, I have to start again at Genesis chapter one. And then I've like, I've read this like three times in the last six months. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just make it to like Leviticus. And then you're just like, what is this? This makes no sense. I don't know how to pronounce these names. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. So, yeah, Levitic or Genesis is a. It can be a good place to start, but it's not the only place to start. Yeah. There, are lots of options. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. And um, so fast forward to middle school, Sarah, and um, just a lot happens as everybody, you know. In time to grow up. Um, I had a pretty decent amount of friends. They were really awesome. Um, I just had a lot of comparison issues. And like, I thought that they were perfect. They all had straight blonde hair, like just absolutely gorgeous. And I did not look like them. Um, I spent so much time trying to make myself look, quote, pretty and their standards I guess like I would straighten my hair all the time which I ended up frying my hair and <laughs> damaging it so badly um but like I roll my eyes now at past Sarah for all the things that I tried to do to fit in with them uh, it sounds like middle school though <laughs> <laughs> I thought that, that was just me but now I've learned it's everybody <laughs> yeah um and like they were skinny and I was not which or like I thought that I wasn't but mm -hmm. like you know, um, and just I look back at it now and like comparison is such an ugly thing that Satan puts in our minds. And like he had a very strong grip on mine. Um, and so like I started to try to make myself throw up after meals and like I would skip meals just so I could try to be skinny like my friends and the celebrities on TV. And again, I roll my eyes at past Sarah. <laughs> Yeah, um, but like that's like a serious thing, you know, like not feeling good enough and worthy. And it's like, yeah. it, it's like, you know, comparison is like the problem of it. But like the root of it is like feeling like not good enough, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like at that time, I didn't like, I mean, I was saved, but like I didn't like God was just up there. I didn't really have a relationship with him or anything like that. And mentally like I was just a wreck um and like I never really opened up to anybody about that like I'm just not a very open person or at least like I'm trying to be more yeah um, but it was just like a whole bunch of mental battles that I'd try to overcome by myself um I would have suicidal thoughts and like I would cut myself a couple of times and like it was just not a good situation. And like, I don't really think that anybody really ever knew my struggles or anything. Um, but yeah, that's kind of middle school me. It gets mm -hmm. better, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think like, like, it's important to share that because I think like, 
you know, a lot of people like we're talking about go through these things in middle school and we, we feel alone at that time, you know, we feel like, mm-hmm. oh, nobody else feels this way. And it, but it's like, yeah, it's valid and it's, it's hard to go through by yourself. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and then like another important part of my life was in December, I can't remember if it was sixth or seventh grade, um, just one day or yeah, one morning I was sleeping and I was so suddenly woken up and um, I found out that my grandpa had suffered from a massive heart attack wow. and like he was being rushed into surgery. Um, it like, we didn't know, honestly, if he was going to live. Um, the chaplain in this surgery, he actually used to preach at my church and he compared my grandpa's heart to ground beef just thrown on the floor. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Um, the doctor who performed the surgery said that he had only done it like four times because it was such a specific surgery, I guess. Um, but only one person had survived that surgery. And my grandpa was number two for that doctor. Oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah. They, they had to sew my grandpa's heart together with cheesecloth and super glue. <gasps> like, <laughs> yeah, it was very it's crazy to think about. Um, but I got to see God work in just so many different ways through that. Um, like he was hooked up on so many tubes and a ventilator for like maybe two or three weeks or so. And like, he could only give a thumbs up. Um, and then through, he was in ICU and then moved into CCU. Um, and then eventually he went to one of the nursing homes because mm-hmm. he was wheelchair bound. Um, but trust me, that did not stop my grandpa at all. He was able to use one of his legs and would just like wheel himself around that nursing home, pulling oh. pranks on people. Like everybody loved my grandpa. That's great. <laughs> um, and he lived for about seven more years after that. And I mean, it's just such a God thing. Like we were prepared for him not even to survive the surgery. And seven years later, you know, he lived. Wow. Through wow. All of that. Yeah. Um, and so after all of that, I was about 12 or 13 and I didn't really like feel saved, if that makes sense. Like I had doubts in my mind about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I didn't really see how I could be with all the mental battles I was going through and just everything I didn't think I was. And so one Sunday I went up to my pastor and I was like, Hey, I'm, I'm not saved. And so like he motioned for his wife to come talk with me and, you know, talked probably about 20 to 30 minutes, um, read more scriptures and everything. And I got saved for real this time quote unquote, (laughs) or saved again. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how to say. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then, you know, I was baptized, but then nobody really told me the next steps after that again. It was once again, check shade. Yeah. Um, And so I started to read the Bible again. This time though, I think I started in John. There you go. Genesis, (laughs) let's do this. (laughs) Um, and like, I really enjoyed reading the Bible and I still really do. I love reading it today. Um, and I tried to be consistent in it 
just like today. Um, but back then it wasn't really a priority. So there would be weeks where I wouldn't really pick it up except for just to go to church on Sundays and Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, by this time I was going to our youth group. I graduated Awanas. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then like, we just got to go to different youth conferences and church camps and we just learned so much about God and getting to praise him and, you know, kind of try to learn more about his will for our lives. And I just love going to church and I have a lot of memories from that. And some of my friends today are friends from the church. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. Um, Yeah. Um, and so another big part of my life has been softball. I've played rec league starting in kindergarten and then I played travel ball starting at like 12 or so Um, and we would go to different tournaments like sometimes in Texas, Missouri, like four hours to seven hours away. Um, Yeah, every weekend from like March to the end of October. It was crazy. (laughs) (laughs) You were committed. Yes, I love softball. Um, And then, you know, I had a whole lot of friends, lots of memories, lots and lots of bruises, for (laughs) sure. (laughs) Uh, And then we would miss Sundays, a lot of them, just because we were traveling. But I mean, we would go to Wednesday night services and as many like Sunday services as we could. And I just want to give credit to my parents because they sacrificed a lot for me to do what I love. Um, And, you know, softball actually helped me get a scholarship to college. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Um, But um, high school, Sarah, like I was pretty reserved. Um, I had a couple of friends, but from softball and from church, but like I typically just stayed to myself, go to school, do the work, listen to music, go play softball. That was basically my life. Um, I didn't really do any partying, didn't do any drugs, nothing too crazy. Honestly, like I loved softball and I didn't really want to mess any of that up. (laughs) Yep. And um, so softball gave me a full ride scholarship to go to Northeastern Oklahoma in Miami, Oklahoma which was about one and a half hours away from my house. Um, I got all my stuff moved in and everything. I was so ready for this new adventure. My parents left and I was homesick. I was so homesick. And like, I cried every day, multiple times a day. Like, uh, I missed my home. I missed my family. Like, I had no friends, I thought, and I, I just wanted to go home. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was very rough. And like, I had to learn to lean on God through all of that. Mm. Yeah. Um, and since I couldn't go home, my parents were like, no, you've made this decision. Like, you're going to do this. You're going to love it eventually. I promise. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Um, I started to make friends, but I associated myself with them in not the best of ways. I started to go to parties. Um, I would drink way too much. Um, I would 
puke my guts up, honestly. Like, it was really bad. Um, and, you know, I went too far with a couple of boys, made some bad decisions with that. Um, I just was not in the best situation for that. And, you know, I didn't even start on the softball team. So that was a whole nother adjustment for me. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. But it's okay. I learned from it. Um, and, you know, I realize now that I was definitely trying to find something that could only be found in Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I also learned that loneliness is a terrible tool for Satan to try and trap you in. Mm-hmm. And it just, yeah, I, I learned a lot from that. And yeah, definitely. Yeah, thankful no, for that experience yeah because loneliness for sure like you know like all trials can like be an opportunity for us to like find God you know like you're kind of saying you know in loneliness we can learn to lean on God but also you know a trial is also very easy for Satan to use to like draw us away from God and be like well if you just do this like the world does or you do this like then you won't be lonely because that's what everybody else is doing but really that's not it doesn't solve our problems. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I went through that first year of NEO and then came back in the fall. I definitely wasn't as homesick this time. I led the freshmen a whole lot better and tried to make sure that they weren't lonely like I was. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was still some of the same habits of like drinking and being with boys not good. Um, but I did get a little bit more involved with like the FCA club there. And part of that was really because they fed us. <laughs> <laughs> and what is the, what's the FCA club? Uh, it's the fellowship of Christian athletes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so they'd give like a lesson and then we'd get to eat. No, oh, always a good reason to come. <laughs> right. Right. And like it was home cooked. So college, oh food versus home cook I'm definitely going to go with home cook (laughs) yeah for sure oh delicious (laughs) um and so I wasn't I knew that I wasn't going to play or like start the next semester in softball and so I decided to transfer to Northwestern Oklahoma State University and that was in Alva Oklahoma which is like right next to the panhandle and Mm -hmm. There just wasn't really a lot to do there. And I was six hours from home. Wow. Yeah. And I only stayed there for a semester. Um, I have some good memories from there, but like I was mentally abused by my head coach. Mm. Like I was told that I play like a two-year-old just repeatedly. And like I was screamed at all the time. Like it just wasn't good. And no. so I wanted to come home. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I would want to too. Like that's not, that's not okay. Yeah. And so that summer I went to church camp and I surrendered my life to God. I was like, I don't know what your plans are for me, but your plans are better than mine. And like, I I'm ready for that. And so, um, I started to get more involved in church I would run the projector for services to help lead worship. And like, I would help out with the younger kids where I could. Um, And like, I just tried to stay busy with all of that. And I would occasionally make some stupid choices with my friends. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I'm definitely far from perfect, but yeah. praise God that he's been right there with me through all of it. And praise God that he doesn't expect us to be perfect overnight. Like he, Amen. he knows that it takes time. Yes. Like I honestly don't know where I would be without God in my life. Um, and so I started attending classes here at the U of A. Um, and my senior year, I met my now husband, Branson. Oh, yeah. And just the lessons that I've learned from him, just like how to love and how to love unconditionally, because I've given him plenty of chances <laughs> to just be like, no, we're done. But he's like, I'm right here. You're doing great. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he's just challenged me to get in the word more. And like, he's just my best friend. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so I graduated back in 2017 with a degree in family and consumer sciences. And so I could teach basically like home ec. Okay. Yeah. And I didn't really want to do that (laughs) at the time. (laughs) I was just like, I need to get a degree. Like, uh, this sounds great. Let's do it. (laughs) Uh, How relatable. (laughs) Uh, That is me. (laughs) Yes. Um, And so graduated, but like I said, didn't want to do it. I didn't try to really find a job for that. And um, I worked instead at one of the local grocery stores, which is where I started working back in like back when I was 16. <laughs> so, you know, graduation was just great. Um, <laughs> uh, and so then um, I worked there for about a year after graduating and I got tired of it. And I was like, you know, I have a degree. I might as well try to use it. And so I started to sub for the schools around the area. And I really enjoyed it for the most part. I mean, there were some hard days, but for the most part, it was really nice and relaxing. And like during my planning periods, I would read the Bible or I would pray. And like if I had a really quiet class, I would read the Bible. I would pray. I do like I had a really good routine and everything. And like that was the best part about subbing, honestly. Oh. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah. I yeah, it was really fun. And then 2020 happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And as we know, everything was shut down for a couple of months. And then, but like honestly, I wasn't really scared whenever they were like, people's dying, all these things are happening. Like some people were just like, no, I have to shut down everything. But like, I just had a strange peace about it all. Like, I mean, it's from God, of course. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> this is terrible, but I had the mentality of, well, if I die, I get to see Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it, that's, that's what it's like to be a believer sometimes. You're like, well, yeah. death is not necessarily bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Safe to say my mom was not too happy with that response with me. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I was just keeping to God because like he was and is in control of everything. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, um, 2020 got married. Woohoo. Um, and then in November of that year, my mom had a mammogram for the first time in 13 years. And she was, um, she was diagnosed with stage zero breast cancer. 
And so like what that means is that she has cancer cells, but um, like they hadn't spread or anything like that. And like, I just have to praise God for that as well, because like they found it when they did. I mean, 13 years without a mammogram. Like, and then she they just gets one. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Like they could have found something completely like terrible. Yeah. And so then January of this year, she had surgery to remove those cancer cells. And um, they had to send it off for labs. And they found that it was actually stage one breast cancer. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they did catch it at like a perfect time. (laughs) Yeah. Praise God, honestly. Um, And so they decided to remove some of her lymph nodes. um, And she then got like a really, really bad infection through all of that. And so um, about two weeks after that surgery, she had to have another one just because the infection was so bad. Mm hmm. And she had to have like a suction back. I'm not sure what the medical terms of it was, but like it was basically just like a tube coming out of her body and um, it just sucked out everything that wasn't supposed to be there. Yeah. And um, I think she had to have it for about six weeks or so. Oh, goodness. And yeah, wherever she went, her buddy went with her. Like that's what we (laughs) called it. It was her buddy. Oh, wow. Yeah. And just my mom, she's just a very strong woman. Like, I don't understand how she does it all. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And then so after the infection was gone, um, and the doctors like her body was recovering a lot better. um, They started radiation to attack the cancer. And she had to go for about two weeks, five days a week. And, um, which she's completed that now and she's starting to recover from all of that but like she can't stay out in the sun for long periods of time and Mm. like she's still very weak and very tired through all of that but you know like I say (laughs) praise God because it could have been a lot worse yeah and (laughs) yeah Oh, that's, that's so crazy. They caught it like, like right before it's spreading. Like I didn't even know they could do that, but oh gosh. Yeah. yeah. And then in April this year, my other grandpa, my dad's dad, he passed away mm. and like he had been struggling for about six months to a year. Um, and so whenever I found out that he had passed, which we all, um, we were all able to say goodbye to him and everything. Like I just sat in my room and like, I just praised God because like he wasn't in pain anymore. He was in heaven and just, yeah. Um, And so the next day we were all over at my grandparents' house and my sister-in-law and I, we were going through different pictures for the funeral and everything Mm-hmm. And my brother came in and gave us the obituary to read. And so we were all just very emotional at this point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then after I got done reading it, um, I looked out the window, the window and there was a cardinal that flew just like perfectly right for us to see. And like, 
I don't know if you guys know it or not, but like a cardinal's supposed to represent that a loved one is there with you. Oh. And so that was just a very comforting feeling. And like, I don't really know, but like, it was a definitely like a God is real moment for me. Yeah. The God is just saying like, you know, like this is a hard emotional time, but like, I am here with you. Like, you know, like things are not bad. Like he's taking care of your loved one, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, just the end of 2020 and into 2021, it's just been a time of lessons for me, honestly. Like one of them that I've been working on is how I need to be more intentional about seeing God in everything. Mm. Like the reason that I might be stuck in traffic is to avoid a wreck, you know, um, just also like little nature things. I love nature. Yeah. And it's just fun seeing like, the little intricate designs that God put in nature and Mm -hmm. you know he he did that for us we're higher than the nature and everything like he holds us higher than that yeah yeah just like a thought about you know like being more intentional about like seeing God in everything like um recently I was reading in Psalms and it talks about and you think it I don't know I'm gonna quote it wrong but basically like you know remembering to thank God every day for the blessings And it was just like, hit me that, you know, it's not like, oh, thank him every day for like the big blessing that happened, but that there's blessings like every day that are happening around us. And we need to like, look for those so that we can tell him, thank you. Like, you know, like, oh, I'm stuck in traffic. Like, thank you for this opportunity to pray or like, oh, I saw like this bird outside. Like, thank you for the opportunity to like, see your creation and stuff, you know, like yes, looking around and saying like, this is a blessing from God. Yes. Amen, friend. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, then in starting in 2021, I've kind of gone back and forth with these. Um, I decided to officially start like a social media page that was solely dedicated to God. Um, And that was something that God had honestly been working on me for way too long. And I was just like, no, God, like, I I can't do this. Like, I'm not the right person for this. That's from Satan. Yes. Anybody? <laughs> that is from Satan. Yes, tell um, them that. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, I finally decided to start it all. It's Jesus Nature Friend. No, Jesus Food Nature. Yes. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I follow it on, I think on both of my accounts, like the podcast account and my personal one, I think. <laughs> oh, yay. That's actually how I found you guys. Was just I'm, like, I'm going to follow all these people. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. Yeah. And like, I just love honestly working on it because I get to tell people about Jesus and I get to be more in the word and it's just a lot of fun. I think it's awesome too. And like, cause I follow it, you know, and Sarah's on there, like, she's like, you can send me prayer requests. And she posts all these, like, just like what from her devotional, she's like, oh, this is what I read. And this is what I thought. And Mm -hmm. it's, I don't know, it's really uplifting and I like it. Thank you. Thank you. And so that's where I am right now. And I know God has more for me and I'm just excited to see what what's next. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I like, I like your story. I like the progression, you know, like, you know, you were saved when you were eight and then seeing, you know, even at 12, you're like, even though like I was saved, I still continue to need God in my life and seeing again, I think you said it was in college, you know, coming back and saying like, okay, God, you have plans for my life. You know, it's the relationship with God is 
a progression. It's not just like one and done. And I like, oh, I checked these boxes, but it's that continual, like seeking him and being intentional in that relationship with him. And I, I love those points that you brought out. Did you have any final thoughts you want to leave our listeners with? Like, it doesn't have to be a story, maybe just like a verse, anything. (laughs) Um, I mean, something that like, I just kind of struggled with was honestly, like, Satan had a huge grip on me Mm -hmm. and like through lots of Bible studies and everything like I realized oh these lies that Satan has been putting in me like I could have stopped this so long ago and so just I mean know thine enemy yes like you'll be able to overcome him and just lean on God and all of it yeah yeah I know like uh sometimes like psychology or like just like modern culture calls them like intrusive thoughts which sometimes you know it is just like random thoughts in your head but sometimes you know it's the devil in there saying you're not good enough you can't do this and you need to know your enemy but also know God and that if he's calling you for something it's not you can't do this (laughs) it's it all right God you if you have a will there's a way so yeah he will equip you for that yeah definitely awesome Well, thank you so much for sharing. I love what you had to share. Thank you so much for having me. I enjoyed this. Yeah. All right. Well, everybody go follow her um, Instagram. Um, She just said it. Jesus food something. Jesus period food period nature. There we go. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you, everyone, um, for listening. Have a good week. Bye. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to follow, share, like, and review. Also, you can contact us at our Facebook page that is God is Real, God is Good Podcast, or you can email us at God is Real, God is Good Podcast at gmail.com. Bye! Bye.